What's up, you badass? Welcome to the Badass Life Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Moore, yogi, self-development junkie, and certified badass, here to help you elevate your life so you can feel amazing and be the absolute best version of your badass self. So roll up your sleeves, grab a notebook, and a glass of wine because we're about to do the damn thing. Hey y'all, how's it going? Welcome, welcome, welcome back. So excited to be talking to you guys today. So I believe that part of living your best badass life not only includes taking care of your physical, emotional, spiritual, mental health, all the things that we've been talking about thus far, um, I also believe that it includes your financial health as well as a few others that I haven't talked about yet, but I will be in the near future. Um, now, I do need to preface this by saying that I am not a financial planner, so take this for what it's worth. Um, certainly hire one if you feel really lost um, and you have the means to add you know, a financial person to your team. Um, I'm just an avid reader and someone who believes there's always room for improvement in all areas of our life. And if we work on these um, to what I, be- I believe are six, or excuse me, seven categories to creating the best version of ourselves and our best lives, then we can find a greater level of happiness and a deeper sense of satisfaction with our life. So you guys, I think, I think you guys already know that about me, but you know. So that being said, just a little quickie today um, on giving you some tips to start taking control of your financial health. These are things that my husband and I do to put ourselves in the best possible financial position that we can. And we have had a lot of success. We've been able to pay off our home. We currently have no house payments, no vehicle payments, and we both have just a couple credit cards uh, with low limits because we like it that way. <laughs> just, you know, for credit maintenance purposes and, you know, the occasional emergency that pops up. So um, I'm not telling you these things to brag. I just, I really, you know, I want people to know that I practice what I preach. I really prefer people not to know my financial business. It's nobody's business. But um, I also want to be transparent with y'all and share what I've learned because that's the point of this podcast. I want to share information um, to help you set yourself up for success to live your badass life. I'm certainly not perfect in these areas. Um, There's always room for more improvement, but, you know, nobody's perfect. So grant me a little bit of grace, if you will, and let's just jump into it. So the first thing that we do is we use apps. Um, One of my favorites is called Lucky Bitch, and what it what I like about it is that it's really customizable so I can customize the different categories to my different income streams so if you're someone who has multiple income streams maybe you have a side hustle or something um, you can kind of track where money is coming from it puts it in a really pretty little pie chart report for you and it's a really nice visual if you're a visual person like I am Um, my husband really loves QuickBooks and that's one that we use and it syncs everything to our, um, bank accounts. And so 
literally at any given moment we can open the QuickBooks app and we have a picture of what our financial financials look like. Um, you can also go in there and it tracks your mileage. So if you're a business owner, QuickBooks is your go-to. Um, or if you're an independent contractor, you can, you know, there's a lot of things that you can write off your mileage. You can, it tracks your mileage. So you can go in and say, you know, which trips were for business and you can categorize them. And every time you purchase something, it will ask you to put it in a category. It's going to make your life incredibly easy come tax time. And it's relatively inexpensive. So QuickBooks is another go-to. And y'all, there are so many apps for everything now. I don't need to tell you that. You already know that. So, you know, try these out. And if you don't like them, find one that works for you. Um, just, you know, find one. <laughs> um, the last one I'll tell you about is called Mint. And I really like that one. It's another one that's similar to QuickBooks in which um, it's just really pretty. <laughs> I'm a very visual person. Um, but Mint helps to give you like the big picture. So you can put all of your bank accounts, credit cards, uh, mortgage, everything on there. And it's going to give you at any moment a, a big picture of your financial health. It'll tell you your net worth. Um, that's always kind of fun. That's a fun game I like to play. Like how high can I get that number? <laughs> um, isn't, by the way, not that high right now, but it will be someday. <laughs> um, but, uh, so that one's a really another one that I like too. So the second thing we do is, um, we kind of lock down the bank account. And what I mean by that is, um, a lot of banks have a lot of features right now that are supposed to help you, but honestly, they can kind of be damaging to you. So one of the things that you can do, you probably already know this, is uh, you can set up your checking account so that if you don't have enough funds, instead of char being charged um, a, a fee, an overdraft fee, or just declining your card, it will just roll over into your ch into your savings and start pulling out of your savings account. Well, that all sounds really fine and dandy until you just kind of get used to, ah, who cares, there's money in the, it, it'll just go to savings. Who cares if I have money in my checking? And you start, you know, dipping into the savings too many times. Um, so I actually dismantled or disabled <laughs> that feature on my bank card, um, you know, Proceed with caution if uh, if you're going to do that because if you do that and then you continue poor habits, then you may end up spending more money because of those overdraft fees. So you need to kind of weigh the, you know, your options when it comes to that. Another thing is... Um, making it hard to get into your savings account. Um, some banks now uh, will not, like I said, they won't sync the accounts um, and it'll make it harder for you to pull money out of your account. So make it as hard as you can. Put a lock on it if you need to. Um, don't have cards connected to it. Uh, and for your credit cards, make sure that you don't have a really high credit limit. You don't need it. You don't need a credit card with $20,000 limit. I have two cards. One has, I think a 2000, I don't even know. I think it's 2000 and the other one's like three. Um, 
and I don't really hardly use them. I mean, I buy gas with them once in a while and then just pay the balance off because I want to, you know, maintain a good credit score. Um, but once I was able to pay those down, let me tell you what, they were not always that low. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I racked them up a few times in my younger adult life. Um, and it was a lot of work to, to get them down to where they are now. So, um, but one of the things, if you know that about yourself, uh, you know, don't let them increase your score. They'll keep trying. Like I've had them try, oh, we want to increase your score to this. And I'll just call and say, nope, I don't want it. I don't want you to because I know myself and I don't want to tempt myself. So the third thing that my husband and I do is we check in with each other. And I feel like this is really a form of just respect in our marriage. Um, but we don't spend more than a hundred bucks without checking in with each other. And there's a couple reasons for that. One is the respect thing. Like I mentioned, my husband works really hard for the money in our bank account and so do I. So um, I don't want to spend my money or his money without checking in. Also, we kind of can be each other's, um, you know, devil's advocate, I guess. (laughs) I don't know how else to say that. Um, So... Because, you know, I could be like, hey, I really want to buy this new coffee table. But I already know that my husband is going to be like, we don't need a new coffee table. And to be honest, he's one of those husbands who literally is like, usually like down for all of my crazy ideas. Like every time I say I want to do something, he's like, okay, just go do it. (laughs) So I don't have to convince him of much. But um, when it comes to spending money, Uh, you know, he makes me think twice about some of those, some purchases, which I really appreciate because half the time then I end up not spending that money. So, which benefits both of us. Um, and lastly, y'all, the fourth thing that we do is to educate ourselves. And really this was more me. My husband's very, very, um, savvy in this area and I wasn't always, um, and I was really, uncomfortable with finances Uh, I mean I still don't like to deal with them I don't think that's fun that's certainly not my jam but uh, I I have a greater understanding now a little a little further understanding of investing in stock markets and whatnot so I think it's really important to educate yourself ladies if your husband uh, takes care of the finances because I know women just tend to not want to have those conversations. I think it's just a really wise decision to just have a general understanding of where you stand financially. So I'm going to give you all two authors that I love so much. Okay, Jean Chatsky. She's um on, I don't even, I don't know. She's on everything. She's on like uh, Good Morning America and the Today Show and She's a financial guru who she speaks really, I mean, to everyone, but specifically to women. She's really all about educating women. And she has a really great book. She's got many books, but one that I love is called Get Rich, Don't Bitch. And it's really a like down to the basics, like this is how you invest. This is uh, tips to save, things like that. So if you feel like you need kind of start from the beginning, Jean Chatsky's Get Rich, Don't Bitch is an awesome book. Another person who I absolutely adore 
is Dave Ramsey. And if you don't follow Dave on social media, you absolutely should. He has a book called Total Money Makeover. Um, It is amazing. I literally tell everyone about Dave Ramsey and I have bought his book Total Money Makeover for so many people. I feel like he should probably pay me um, uh, for this episode. Uh, (laughs) So Dave, if you're listening, come on my show and then um, let's talk about some of those royalties. Um, (laughs) So that uh, y'all, those are our four things go check out gene and dave's books follow them on social media start just educating yourself i promise you just a little time uh and you'll just start to feel a lot more confident if you don't already uh in just you know taking a look at your financial health it's a really important part of the overall picture of living your best life because you know money like we we all like to say like oh money is the root of all evil and money can't buy happiness and stuff but the reality is that money is what makes the world go around. Money is what keeps you in your home and driving your vehicle and getting to work and getting your kids to school, right? Money is what allows you to do the things that you want to do, to take, you know, family vacations and to give your kids nice holidays and to give generously to organizations that you love. I'm going to leave you with... Um, some interesting information courtesy of my fave guy, Dave Ramsey. And it is this, (laughs) y'all. Do you know that the average person wastes $24 a day? $24 every single day. What the hell are y'all buying is what I want to (laughs) know. That is wild. So $24 a day. If you add that up, you guys, that is $10,000 a year. Damn, right? $10,000. So if you could just tighten up your daily spending, you know, skip the impulse buys at the grocery store. Skip that drive through Dunkin' coffee. You could save $10,000 a year. That is incredible. I mean, think of how fast you could pay off your house with an extra $10,000 a year or pay off your car or pay off your credit cards or create a savings account for your kid's college fund. $10,000 is a lot of money, you guys. And you spend that a year on just silly incidentals. So now that you know that, you're welcome. (laughs) Now that you know that, you will be more aware of your daily spending. I tell you what, when I found that out, it really did change things for me. I I question every purchase now. I say, is this contributing to my $24 a day? Is this part of my $24 a day that I don't need to be spending? And I have been saving more money because that information is now in my noggin. So, You are so welcome, my friends. $24 a day. What are you buying? OMG. Honestly, tell me what you're buying. (laughs) Send me a message because I'm just, I was literally thinking about that and I was like, how? How? Like, okay, a Dunkin', like a big ass Dunkin' or Starbucks coffee is like, what, six or seven bucks? Like, what about the rest of it? (laughs) What are we, what are we buying? This is nuts. Anyways, also, If you are one of those people who 
has a little FOMO or, you know, YOLO when you're on Instagram or TikTok and you want to start buying all the things that Target Junkies posting, take that app off your phone or stop following her. Like, don't set yourself up for failure. Like, set yourself up for success. Use the apps. Control your bank accounts. Stop following the people who are tempting you. You know, set yourself up for success. I say it all the time. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope you found some of this helpful. If you did, share the love. Please, please, please. And don't forget to subscribe. I love you all. I hope you are safe. Have a fantastic day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this podcast or took a nugget or two of wisdom with you, won't you please share the love? Send this podcast to a friend who needs to hear it. Post it on your social media and head over to iTunes and give us five stars. Don't forget when you're out being your badass self to tag me on Instagram at heybadassyogi so I can see my badass friends doing big things. Until next time, you are worthy of all things you desire for your life. So get out there and take it, you badass.